0: Welcome to Donna Cloney Parish Podcast. If you want to know more information about the parish, how to support us, or for other social media, please go to www.donnacloneyparish.co.uk. Thank you. Lord, we thank you because you love us and you have given us your word to guide us so that we may have a perfect relationship with you and with all our neighbours. As we look into your word this morning. That you will grant us understanding from above. For we ask this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, when I say thou shalt not steal, the first thing that comes to our mind is well, I'm glad all these commandments that we have been treating or we've been looking at in the last few weeks, they probably are difficult to fulfill. But in this commandment, I think I'm doing well, I'm not a thief. You see, the first part of our study of the Ten Commandments explains our duty to God. And the second part actually explains our duty to our neighbors. This morning we come to an instruction which seems simple, like I said. It seems straightforward. The Eighth Commandment is related to how we treat other people. People around us. And it also reminds us of how we should, I mean, what we should do with what God has freely given us. It is generally believed that if you love your neighbor, you will not steal from them. And I'm sure that there are so many people like myself today who claim that they have never stolen from others. Some would say, I have not defraud anyone. I have never broke a bank. I'm sure if there is anyone here who has broken a bank will quite kindly say, just go. <laughs> but obviously, we'll say, no, we've not done these bad things. We know bad people who do it, but it's not in the church. It's not you and myself. But hopefully this morning, we will all understand that stealing, extends beyond our understanding of pilvering other people's belonging. Stealing includes being dishonest which many people are guilty of in our world today. What then does it mean to steal? Why is this commandment included in God's instruction to his people? To help us, to help us in our study this morning, let us consider my first salmon point, which is a question we might be asking, what is stealing? What is stealing? The line of stealing is about taking advantage of other people. This includes using others. It is about being a taker much more than you are a giver. There is someone, I mean, a scholar, is called Luther. He defines stealing as acquiring any property by unjust means acquiring any property by unjust means but i believe stealing is not only defined in terms of unjust acquisition stealing can also be defined as trying to get as much as possible while at the same time giving as little as possible when you try to get as much as possible And you are giving as little as possible that can also be stealing but in what way can that be stealing it's because most times before we steal we forget that we don't own anything everything that we have is a free gift from God so before stealing comes forgetfulness If we understand that stealing is about giving as little as possible, I mean taking as much as possible rather than giving to other people, we will know that there is a lot of stealing that goes on in marriages. Have you observed that some people like to give as little as possible? And they like to take as much as possible. That happens at home. There's a lot of stealing going on in marriages, a lot of stealing that goes on in families, in the workplace, in churches, and in our community today. Sadly, stealing is not limited to our human relationship. It's not limited to how much we take from people and how less we give to people, how much we take from the family and relationship and how less we give to relationship is far beyond that, it's not limited to that. But can you imagine that we also rob God? We regularly rob God, and in what way? We rob God of time and talent that we invest in lesser things, we rob Him of praise that is due His name and the worship He deserves. We rob God. Of possessions we rob him of money and property when we don't give much to God we're robbing him in the first place he owns everything he owns our time he owns our life and he has called us to worship him with all the things he has freely given us but we are holding on to them that is what it means to steal. But if we understand what stealing is, the next point is why do we steal? Why do we why are we doing that? In the first place, like I earlier said, we steal because we forget that all things come from God. We steal because we forget that God has freely given us everything that we have. If we understand that our marriage is a gift from God, we will not steal from it. If we understand that our work, relationship, the job that we have is a gift from God, we will not take advantage of other people, either the employers or the employers taking advantage of the employees. If we know That our money, the money in our pocket, in our bank, if we know that it is a gift from God, we will be happy to give back to him freely. Without holding back our money, even our time, we will not hold it back. Even our life, we will not hold it back in worshipping him. Whatever we have, we need to value it. As a gift from God. A gift from God who owns all things. He's the creator of God. He created everything in the first place. For husband and wife, look at your relationship as a gift from God. Look at it as an opportunity to contribute to your spouse and your children's spiritual development. Look at it as an opportunity where you can become a giver rather than a taker. How about our relationship with God? We all need to understand that God gave us all things, including the creation, including the animals, including the, 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 the beauty of the whole world, the whole creation put together. We need to understand that we are stewards of all that God has given us. Do you remember what Jesus, I mean? God told Adam and Eve when he created the whole world and he made Adam and Eve, he made man in his image, he said, you look after everything that he has created. God trusts us so much that he gave us his wealth. But how are we using it? Are we trying to take everything again to ourselves? Are we trying to acquire all things, forgetting the fact that He gave it to us in the first place? By hoarding wealth and not giving it to the poor is considered as stealing. We need to see ourselves as a giver and not a taker. It is only at that point that we will understand that commandment you shall not steal we need to let go of what god has freely given us without holding it back let us give our time to things of god let us give our talent to serving other people when we do that we will not be stealing we will fulfill the requirements of the eight commandments. I'm trying to understand this concept of stealing and the concept of the commandment that we find in Exodus chapter 20 verse 15 Paul the Apostle in his instructions to the Ephesians in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 28 said anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer. Paul said anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer. But here is what they should do instead of stealing. He went on to say but must walk. Doing something useful with their own hands that they may have something to share with those in need. Paul said they must walk. They must do something with their own hands instead of stealing walk do something with your hands so that you may have something to share not with yourself but with those in need and in his farewell to the Ephesians elders in Acts chapter 20 from verse 33 Paul said i have not coveted anyone's silver or gold or clothing you yourself know that these hands of mine have supplied my own needs and the needs of my companions. In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words of the Lord Jesus himself, which Jesus himself said, It is more blessed to give than To receive. Do you see what I mean? Jesus said it is more blessed to give than to receive. And why is Paul working? Paul is working so hard so that he may be a giver rather than being a taker. So to fulfill this commandment, Paul says we need to do two things. The first, we need to work hard, the second, we must learn to give need to work hard and we must learn to give. So God wants you and I this morning to work hard in whatever things he has given to us and to cultivate the attitude of giving back to other people, to cultivate the attitude of being generous to people around us, sharing with those who are in need. So you can see that the Eighth Commandment, you shall not steal, is all about our giving. It's all about our generosity. It's all about being a giver rather than being a taker. It's all about thinking of how we can contribute to a particular occasion. So if you're in the church, how you can give much of your time to the service of God, how you can support the ministry in your parish in which we are privileged to be part of. Look at what you receive and how much you give. If you receive much from God and you give little, it is stealing. Let us learn to share the good gifts of God which he has freely given us. Let us work hard and support the weak and the needy among us just as Paul did. I know that this commandment, I know that the sermon of today is like an estray into our life. It shows us what we are much of inside than outside. And that is what the word of God is meant to do. You see, people in our world today are too often of what to make than what to give. But for us today, our understanding of this commandment and fulfilling this demand as Christians should make us to be less greedy it should make us to be more generous and it should make us to be more kind our understanding of Y'ShaNUST should make us to be less greedy it should make us to be more generous and it should make us to be more kind I'll tell you a story and it's a real life story a rich man in my country died recently, and uh, he has a lot of money. Actually, this man is also—I mean—was also a governor of a state, a state which I belong in Nigeria. But when the man died, he was buried in one of his home in at a flamboyant burial site where there is an air conditioner. You probably find it on the screen. There is air conditioner where it was buried. There was marble grave and exotic furniture. While thousands of people, thousands of children are sleeping in hunger in the state that it was living. Are you a giver or a taker? Are you less greedy? more generous and more kind after the sermon today after the understanding of what stealing is the different ways by which we steal and the question of why we, do, why we steal the next thing for us to do is to picture the fact that at the center of the gospel there are two people one is a giver the other one is a taker in John chapter 10 verse 10 Jesus said the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy I have come that they may have life and have it to the full so in the New Testament perspective Jesus made it clear to us that Satan is the greatest taker Of what does not belong to him is always trying to get as much as possible rather than giving as much as possible and if you follow Satan's way if you do his work you will find that Satan pays terrible wages church the wages of sin is what debt But how about Jesus Christ Jesus is a cheerful giver he is a great giver he gave all that he has he gave to us because he knows that we're in desperate need of God's salvation in our poor estate he gave his life so that in him we may have life and have it in full So this morning, when we talk about this commandment, let us always remember Jesus Christ who loves us and gave us his life. And whenever Jesus' spirit, whenever his spirit lives in us, whenever he lives in you, over time his spirit is going to move you from being a taker to being a giver. Just as his did in the life of Zacchaeus. The tax collector, a taker, and a thief who was radically changed from inside by God's Spirit and then he became a giver who gave back to those from whom he has stolen. As I finish, when Jesus' Spirit begins to live in us, we'll be able to appreciate the fact that all things are gifts from God. And that you and I we are God's stewards. Everything that we have we are meant to look after it for God and give it back to God. Give to the people around you to the poor and the needy and by that we will learn to be less greedy. We will be more generous and we will be more kind. We will know that we are meant to give back to God and to stop robbing him, to worship God with all the things he has given us, our possessions, our money, our time, and most importantly, our life. Let us pray. thank you Lord Jesus for that great word which you have given unto us to say we should not steal And we thank you because you have made us to understand that when we take things and try to take everything that you have given unto us freely rather than giving it we are invariably stealing help us O oh Lord to give you our life to give you our time to give you our possession and our money because you first gave it to us and help us O oh Lord to be less greedy to be more generous and to be more kind for in christ's name we pray amen we're going to listen to a musical reflection but before we do that let's bring our service to a close if you turn to the back of your service sheet i'd like you to reply i mean to respond in the words that are bold. the lord be with you And also with you. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord Jesus Christ we pray that you fill us with your spirit and send us out with confidence in your word to tell the world of your saving hearts and bring glory to your name. Amen. Those who are probably going to listen to this service on the dial-in service on phone, you can join us in your home as we sing this sung together the rock of ages, rock of ages cleft for me. So for those in the church, I'd like you to just sit back and reflect on the words of this song, which I'm going to play now. Thank you for being with us today. We pray that this service has been an encouragement to you, a challenge and a help to build you up in your faith in Christ. We've now ended our church service And we'd be delighted if you can join with us again. Thank you for being with us in Donna Parish. God bless you.